0: I ain't got one of those in a little minute, so that's what I'll be looking to do. Lorenzo Alexander, former Bills linebacker, two-time Pro Bowler. Anytime that you have Bills mocks in that hometown crowd around you, easy to stand for the game because they energize you. Stan Johnson, the head coach of Loyola Marymount. It's incredible. To beat and you got to beat them. They don't give it to you. And our kids did a tremendous job tonight. WNBA superstar, Maya Moore. Unlike one of the bosses that I have,
1: Mr. MJ himself, I don't plan on coming back after baseball.
2: W- is names in sports come here and it all starts weekday mornings with Keyshawn, J. Will and Max and continues all day. This is ESPN Radio.
1: You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans and the River Region.
3: It's time for the Sports Hangover
0: with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. Pelicans fans, what say you? NBA fans,
4: what say you? Saturday night. Lakers coming to town. First of two. Kings on Sunday. That Sunday game's at 6 o'clock Saturday night. 7 o'clock. I'm just warning you now. Just warning you now. And if you didn't watch Saturday night, Lakers at Celtics, forget the fact that LeBron traveled, goes up for left-hand layup, Tatum does get his forearm. They missed the call. The fact that the NBA Referees Association, the official Twitter page, at official NBA refs, tweeted, like everyone else, referees make mistakes we made one at the end of last night's game and that is gut-wrenching for us this play will weigh, this play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best referees we can be man I, I guess I thought I'd have been a playoff game I, I didn't realize that Saturday night was game six of the NBA Finals. I get you made a mistake and believe me, ask Andrew Lopez, ask the graph, ask anybody else that gets that two minute report, right? The day after, how many times against Graf's good old buddy old pal Rudy Gobert, how many times have those reports said, oopsie, that should have been a foul or this should have been assessed. That happened. I have never, forget the pels, take the pels out of it. Was the last time you saw the referee say it was, gut wrenching sleepless nights it's going to take a while to get over that another team or another player didn't get a foul called i mean again i'm just, i'm not trying to make a lot out of this i'm just saying there this that kind of stuff is why fans thinks something's up and i'm just warning you after the game Labuhu. That's his name for this cut. Labuhu. In the locker room.
0: Destroyed. I don't think I've ever seen that frustrated before. The reaction. Is that one of the most frustrating moments for you? Has it been? It's been building.
2: It's been building. It's been building. And that's, I mean, you guys seen some of the games that we've lost this year with late game missed calls. We had an opportunity to literally you know, win the game. I mean, that's, you know, I had this second one in the last few weeks for myself. You know, I guess Dallas had an opportunity to win the game if the foul was called. Came down the other day. Um, had an opportunity to tie the game if, you know, the four point play is called. You know, um, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what, what we're doing. And I watch basketball every single day, I watch these games every single day. and I
4: don't see it happening to nobody else. It just says this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> is this mic on? We're good? All right. On behalf of the Pelicans organization, fans of New Orleans, LeBron would like to apologize. You're right. Pelicans. 51 games have gotten away with more calls than y'all. The yells were deserved. Jonas's injection could have decapitated the player. you're, you're absolutely right. Um, no one else has ever been guilty of a blown call by an official. I just simply like saying the name Tony Brothers. When the graph is calling games, I, I look forward to Uncle Tony showing up to the Smoothie King Center. Makes me, I I guess when he calls foul after foul after foul after foul, it's because he cares. He's trying to make sure Pell's players don't get injured. Trying to keep the sanctity of the game intact. And I, again, on behalf of every Pels fan, on behalf of the, the clowns that will wearing Laker jerseys on Saturday, we'll, we'll be ready. We'll be understanding, and we'll be expecting Herb Jones to foul out in the first quarter. Brandon Ingram somehow will be called for a charge on a fall away three. Jonas will make some sort of unbasketball move or life threatening drive to the lane. Alvarado, he'll get tossed as well. Taunting. I mean I we we owe it to you. We owe it to you and A D it's look I was gonna be critical of the fact that both of y'all are sitting out tonight. Because y'all are nursing injuries, I get it. Or it could be resting to face the pells I get on Saturday. It's kind of a thing. Y'all do. Um but maybe it's because it's just that loss is just so hard to overcome. Maybe I didn't consider how how much it weighs on LeBron's massive shoulders. He carries the league to know that the referees are out to get him. That's right. It's hard enough he has to defend all those Jordan Lakers, right? But to know that every single time the Lakers take the court, the officials are out to get him. Shame on them for not allowing those four-point plays. Shame on them. How dare they not let you beat Dallas? Taking away a win from your legacy in Boston. How dare they? On behalf of the city of New Orleans, just know we will be more than welcoming and accepting. Again, half of our team ejected on Saturday. We won't boo you. We'll be understanding. That is uh my take on that whole situation on Saturday. 800 What a clown. I watch basketball. I don't see that happening to anybody else. Are you serious? Is that guy going to seriously tell me they're out to get him? Cajun, go. Are you ready for Saturday? I mean, you know Herb Jones will foul out in the first quarter, right? I mean, you know that.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's most going. doubt, undoubtedly, he does that now. You're right! <laughs> That's what, I mean, that, again, I just, he's out, hey. he's out, he's out now uh, three minutes because he's got three fouls. He gets a foul a minute. So, you know, yeah, Gus, you know, it, but we've been talking about this for years about these referees, man. And I, and, and I don't, you know, I always bring it up the same way, Gus. Where's this, where's this gambling? You know, and this is the thing. You don't get to know these guys' background. You don't know nothing about the referees. Nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sleepless just crazy. nights. They tweeted they can't go yeah. to sleep. <laughs> yeah. You know nothing about these guys. I like when, when, when they ejected. Uh, I've never seen Willie get that upset in a game. You know what I'm saying? This guy here was just out for the Pelicans and... I think they have their favorite teams, Gus. I don't know about you, but there's certain referees. It seems like they got their guys they call for, and got well, guys they don't call for at all. Jonas
4: is the dirtiest player of this side of the the Atlantic, right? I mean, seriously, let's be honest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree. <laughs> I
4: mean, it, it, it's insane, man. It, it's insane. No, it, it legitimately it, is. But
1: yeah, yeah I, I'm it, just it, I'm it, just, just preparing
4: the sellout crowd. I'm just preparing for what it's going to be like. Yeah.
1: Get ready for it because oh. it's always there. But the Pelicans, what do we always say? Pelicans got to overcome that and still play better ball. That's it. That's all you can do, Gus. <laughs> you can't control the uncontrollables. Yeah, I, I mean that's uh, one hundred and one in coaching. You really can't control the uncontrollables. You gotta you gotta deal with what you're dealing with in front of you, and uh, they gotta play better ball. They gotta coach better. The coaching's been horrific lately. I, I mean, I don't understand the Devontae Graham minutes. I don't, I don't, I don't understand Willie, Willie not getting minutes over Jackson. I don't understand some of these guys when they're having a bad game that you're not going to sit them down. I mean, the whole thing with the team last year that you love about it, that if somebody went out there and competed, they got more minutes. Now let's see what happens with Kyra. Kyra competed last night. Kyra played his butt off, man. He looked better than Jose. He looked better than, you know, uh, Devontae Graham. I mean, no reason he shouldn't get minutes over those guys if they're not playing up the par or if they're, you know, nursing injuries and they can't get 100%. I mean, just, it's got to change. You know, if, he, if you would have won a few games in between here, but going on a losing streak, and I mean looking terrible. Right. Looking terrible. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, well, you know, before you felt like if they had, they had a bad quarter, they were going to come back and they were going to do, but no. Now, when they have a bad quarter, you feel like you're watching that 13, that one and 13 Pelican team again. You know,
4: I don't know. I, 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 I say I don't see that because I think it's different circumstances, right? In terms of, I think when they were one and 13, kind of like what I said at the beginning of the show, I, I think that team's mindset was, we'll get Zion back next week. We'll, we'll get Zion back the week after that. Like it, it's coming this week, and until they realize he ain't coming back. That's kind of when they started learning, okay, we got to play. This is what's in the locker room right here. And the other thing, too, Cajun Goat, is that I think the difference is that team was still trying to figure out who they were. Like, you can look at this eight-game losing streak. You can look at the 12 of 15, and I could write down reasons in those games why it didn't happen, right? Rebounding, poor shooting, injuries, this guy didn't play or that guy had a bad night. Like, I can look at that. I think that is slightly different than, I don't even know if they have the talent to win. Does that make sense? Like, I can look at the last two games wow losses and say, I can extrapolate some things out of that that I can see what, what's coming. In the two games that Brandon Ingram's played, you're seeing the double teams. You're seeing the kick up for wide open threes. That's been missing for CJ McCollum. He looks better shooting those threes. You've seen B.I. in the second game. He, he started out four or five. Like, you, you saw... That's what's coming. Um, the fact that last night you had really nice games. You mentioned Kyra, but you're seeing Jose kind of maybe recover from those ribs. And when you think about it, you really didn't have time to really to be honest with you, even sit out. Not that he want to, but you need those guys to start. And
1: then you, and you but, mentioned, but isn't that the nonsense. point of the coaching, Gus? But Gus, isn't that the point of the coaching? If you know the guy's hurt and he's really, he's not giving, I mean, he's contributing a little bit. And, you know, why not get him healthy? Why not play a guy like Kyra who's healthy and wanting to play? They're I, playing a guy that's hurt. Look, I don't understand that. And I'm I, that's the whole point I'm about the I'm with you the Kyra
4: thing, and I think that's why he was recalled quickly.
1: And, again, I played it from last night. And, and explain the DG minutes for me. Explain um, the Devontae Graham minutes for me. The guy looks like a shell of himself from what he was last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just looks like a shell of himself. What are you going to do with that? Why you keep giving him these big minutes, and he's he's just like last second on the shot clock throwing it to somebody else now, when look, you're supposed to be the shooter I, in the 100% game. Hundred percent with you. That's why they put offenses out there, Gus. They put offenses out there that when he's on the floor with him, he's supposed to be the shooter.
4: No, look, I, I and hear he's,
1: he's gunshot.
4: I hear you. That's why Willie was asked yesterday after the game, "Do you have to consider playing Kyra more minutes?" It's hard to tell, you know. So. Um, and he actually uh mentioned it. And I'll find it here in a quick second. And here it is.
2: Uh, it's something that we, we're definitely going to have to look at.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And so, look, I mean, it's at, at some point it just yeah, becomes Yeah, but Gus, a it apparently. takes you eight
1: losses? It takes no? you eight losses to look into it? <laughs> come on, man. I mean, yeah. this is the pros, man. You can't keep falling back like that and expect to come up. I know everybody's like, oh, when we get everybody back, when we get everybody back. You're going to be sitting at home saying, when we get everybody back. Whenever you're losing like that, you got to make changes earlier than this, Gus. You got to have guys on the floor that's going to give you everything, you know, and that's the way this team's always played. Right. But man, I don't feel it in this team right now. I don't feel. I feel a bunch of guys that are out there gun shy. When well, Jackson gets on the floor, and whenever uh, Devontae gets on the floor, you can have a lead. It's gone. I feel like Uncle I, Temple's on the floor, like we used to talk no, about I before. Anytime Temple got KG on the go. floor, and we, we lost the lead.
4: KJ, got to have to the break. I do think confidence is part of that issue, and I do think that learning when to make decisions and how to make those decisions, and guys got to earn it and, and, and give those coaching staffs, I guess, the trust to be able to go do that, and that's kind of what you're seeing. And look, here's the problem. Devontae Graham, the last couple of games, he's been knocking down every three he takes. but most <laughs> That's the problem. I mean, literally, like he makes one and I scream in the studio, don't trade me, bro. I mean, I literally, that's what he does. I'll be right back. Rafael Esparza next on ESPN New Orleans.
0: It's the start of something new sales event at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you
1: yesterday, today, and tomorrow.
2: Keyshawn Johnson, Jay
0: Williams, and Max Kellerman.
2: Dennis in Delaware has something to say. When
0: Keyshawn has a little gray hair on the side of his head, he looks like Denzel. He I does not look like oh. Denzel Washington. Stop, Dennis. Dennis. Next caller. You know, Denzel Washington, get the America's Caddy, Michael Collins, ESPN golf analyst. Key was man, you look like if Denzel and Larry Johnson's Denzel. grandma and mom had a baby, man. I see Key, I see Key, and I, I want to just go. My man, let me tell you, I met Denzel earlier this summer, and when he came out and he looked at me and he goes, "My man, when you go with Stephen A. Smith, man, I like that." And I was just like, "Yeah!" <laughs> I turned <laughs> into a, I went fanboy crazy. Yeah, yeah so, so hey, that's a compliment. Easy. My man.
2: My yeah. man. G.J. and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app.
1: If your business needs serious hustle, our internet has plenty. Switch to Rev Business all Fiber Internet with fiber optic velocity close to the speed of light. Sign up and get three months free and 30% off. Build your plan at Let'sRev.biz. Let's Rev. Biz. Let's rev whoever said you can't have it all never had internet that could do it all switch to rev no contracts no data caps no nonsense it's the high speed internet you need build your plan at Let'sRev.com. dot let's rev how can we be excited about a show where we just talk
0: talk sports? that's how they talk in the major league now back to the sports
3: hangover with gus
4: cattengill Rafael Esparza. Gary, I see you, sir, from Bill Chase. We'll come to you as soon as we chat with Rafael Esparza. He's scheduled a chat right here. So we'll come to you if you'd like to hold on. If not, call right back. and We'll go right to you, Gary. Raphael, uh, how are you today, sir? I
3: am doing well. How about yourself?
4: Doing well. Um, at VSI Sports is the way to follow you over on Twitter. I know this is your busy time of the year, the weeks, the prop bets, uh, the national anthems, wardrobe malfunctions. We'll get to all of that. We have two weeks to get to the Super Bowl. But leading into it, a big topic today, not only here, but nationally here as well, officiating, man. Um, do you think officiating had anything, had something, had mostly whatever? I don't know. With with the outcomes of the two games yesterday?
3: Uh, no, the first game, no, it was quarterbacks. I mean, I got a phone call if I was close uh, and what size helmets I can be for quarterback for Samson. So i say nothing for the first game. And the second one had some bad calls, both sides. I think if you're uh, a Bengals fan, you thought the Chiefs probably got the more calls. But I don't think any of those calls were the outcome of the reason why they lost the game. Besides, the, that late hit had to be called. I mean, unless maybe if it was a running back or a right receiver, maybe the, the ref doesn't blow that. But when it's Patrick Mahomes or any quarterback in the league, they're going to get that call. Uh, uh for the late hits. So I'm not going to say that the refs had anything to do with, with the outcome. Did they have some things wrong? Yes, but I, 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 I'm one of those true believers that the Bengals had many chances to win the game. How about the offensive line protecting Joe Burrow because he got sacked and touched a lot yesterday.
4: Hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Um When you look at the, those two games specifically too, I mean, let's start with the NFC Championship game. It's so, so hard to kind of look at. What that game might have been, and even, even if, if Purdy was healthy there, I think as you have, the Eagles have looked the best. I think they are the best. You can see what their defense and offense can sort of do. But when you look at the Niners, man, Keyshawn Johnson this morning, he said it. He was, um, and I don't think you'd be the last,
0: but this is what he said. Here's my dream scenario for Johnny Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. There's a guy in South Florida who's 45, 46 years old. Tom Brady's his name. I'm going to have a conversation with him come free agency, and I'm going to say, hey, you get to ride off into the sunset with essentially the same type of team that you had when you left New England and you went to Tampa. All I need you to do is teach Brock Purdy and Trey Lance how to play football. All I need you for is a year. And guess what? You are a little boy. Remember that jersey that you wore Hmm. in Joe Montana? This could be your dream scenario. What do you
4: think? You think the 49ers make a call there? Because, look, I know Brock Purdy got a lot of love and everything. But what do you think they do with their quarterback situation, especially since the photo of Jimmy G just all smiles at trailing? Not a care in the world. They show the, the box score underneath them. Twenty one seven. His team's trailing. He's just smiling away as everyone thinking he didn't care yesterday.
3: I like that scenario, but there's no way they call Tom Brady, and there's no way Brady comes there with Purdy and Trey Lance watching Tom Brady play. Maybe Purdy, because he's still rolling with free money. Uh, He's got a really, really cheap rookie contract for Mr. Relevant, but if if Tom Brady goes there, or if they make that call, Trey Lance and Jimmy G are nowhere to be found in San Francisco. Purdy, yes, because like I said, they're rolling with a very, very cheap rookie contract, and Uh, he can learn a lot for Tom Brady, but there's no way Tranlane, Trey Lance sticks around for Tom Brady. Uh, no way. They trade, they trade Jimmy G and Trey Lance for a whole bunch of assets.
4: You think so, huh? You don't think they, they, I mean, it doesn't cost other than money for Tom. They don't have to trade him.
3: No, but if you're looking to uh, you know grab grab some more draft picks or, or, or look for the future, why wouldn't you trade Trey Lance? Baltimore already hey, come here for a year. Keep Brock Purdy. Uh, I, I think they keep Purdy. Yeah, but I, they're gone. I mean, Trey Lance and Jimmy G are gone. No, that's what I mean.
4: Why? Why wouldn't you just trade? Why couldn't you see them trade trading Trey, Jimmy, signing Tom, having Brock Purdy be the quarterback of the future?
3: Oh, I see that happening, but I, I don't see that being – I mean, that's a great wish list if you're a San Francisco 49ers fan. If that's, <laughs> that's your dream, dream, dream. That's your porn hub question of Monday, but I don't
2: think that happens.
4: Okay. As far as Cincinnati goes, um, so Adam Schefter tweeted earlier today that the Bengals got some questions, right, when it comes to the salary cap and the money. We're well, not over it or things of that nature, but he tweeted key unrestricted free agents – safety Jesse Bates, safety Von Bell, tight end Hayden Hurst, cornerback Eli Apple, Jermaine Pratt, the linebacker, running back Sam J. Perrine, and tight end Drew Sample and quarterback Trey Flowers, projected to be $44 million under the cap, but also budgeting for Joe Burrow's deal. Do you think they give him a deal this offseason? Ooh, that's
3: a great question if they give him a deal offseason because he's... He's still riding high. I mean, back to back places where he could have brought you to back to back Super Bowls. I mean, he's, some people say he's the best quarterback in the league. Some people say he's the second best quarterback in the league. That's a very, that's a tough one. I just hope they resign Eli Apple. Love the guy. I don't know why everyone gives him crap in New Orleans. He's been to, been to back to back longer playoff runs than uh, your boys here in, in NOLA. Uh, why I bought? I have an Eli Apple Bengals jersey on right now. I think they give him give him the checkbook and let him just sign it.
4: You did watch that game yesterday, right? You didn't see the defensive penalty on him? You did see it?
3: Uh, no, I didn't see it. I must, have, I must have been in the bathroom or filling up my cocktail. I didn't see that. No,
2: I didn't.
4: Lots of Saints fans right now pondering whether or not Von Bell should be somebody to try to bring back. And then somebody mentioned Eli Apple and that person got destroyed on social media. How much do you think Joe Burrow gets – Based on this, this is Sal Powell this morning. Sal Pal Antonio covers the Eagles. He was asked about Hurts and his possible looming extension this summer. Here's the first thing you do. You
3: put a statue right next to Rocky at the bottom of the steps of the art museum. Then you get out a checkbook and say, all right, so how much guaranteed money you want, because that's what quarterbacks want to deserve. I'm a big believer in the players should get as much guaranteed money as possible because the owners are getting it, and the players deserve it, it's the players who put their lives on the line. So in my view, he's going to get north of $250 million
1: guaranteed.
4: Whoa. If he's getting north of 250 guaranteed, what's Lamar Jackson getting? What's Joe Burrow getting? Well, I
3: think Lamar Jackson shot himself in the foot, uh, not playing all season long with injuries on a contract year with no uh, no one representing him besides him and family members. So I think that's a, that's another phone call uh, that we have to discuss. I don't know. I mean, I think every quarterback needs to call Denver Russell Wilson and say thank you. Because the reason why these quarterbacks are going to get buckets full of money and signing bonuses and this, That's because a guy who can't play football in Denver is still playing football and still getting paid to play football. So every quarterback first needs to call Russell Wilson. First call the mayor who's still dancing to try to get him to come here. Then call Russell Wilson and say thank you, and then sign your contract because every quarterback that deserves it is going to get a bucket full of cash.
4: How surprised are you that Kellen Moore interviewed for the Carolina job, didn't get it, but did. Then Dallas late last week said, yep, not good enough. And this morning is now the Chargers offensive coordinator.
3: Yeah, that seems kind of fishy. I think maybe he had that job offer already and then went there and maybe had a meeting today and said, hey, you know what, so let's just part ways, blah, 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 blah. And then knowing that he had something in his back. But that that seems kind of fishy for me. That seems kind of insider trading kind of stuff. That was just way, way I mean, I know he was going to be a hot commodity, but wow, I mean, less than – 10 hours, I mean, he already had a job in the Chargers. So that seems like – Martha Stewart's probably cringing. That's how fishy that is.
4: I, I agree with you. Again, it could go into a lot of reasons why the Saints just brought it all back with uh, Pete Carmichael and all of that stuff, right, when you look at it. Um, what's the early line on the Super Bowl, man? We opened up a pick like
3: everyone else did. And, like, I saw the text, but it was just all Eagle money. It's Two, two and a half. Total has not moved. Uh, the totals usually don't move uh, for, uh, for a couple of days, uh, maybe a half a point here, half a point there. But I think it's probably going to stay around. Right now it's all Eagle money. Usually one week you get one team money, the next week you get the other. So right now it's going to be completely Eagle money, and then, and then uh, KC money will come in next week because, let's face it, we all have to be nice and say nice things to Patrick Mahomes. He's the greatest quarterback to ever play all the games so, of, of all time. So. Yes. Uh, uh the, the greatest quarterback money will come in next week. I think this closes around two, one and a half. I'll be totally blown away if this thing goes to three. Because if it goes to three, then I might have to get the, the greatest quarterback of all time jersey on and, and maybe take the Chiefs at plus two. Right now I'm leaning towards the, the Eagles, uh, but anything can change.
4: I think the position should just be named Pat Mahomes instead of quarterback. What do you think? I agree. I, I, yeah. I, I agree.
3: I, yeah. You know, I was kind of rooting for the Bengals yesterday, even though, even though I do have a home here and, and I've spent a lot of time in New Orleans, I didn't, didn't want to listen to the LSU connection for two mm. weeks straight. Uh, so I'm kind of <laughs> glad that, that didn't happen. But at the same time, now I have to hear about the greatest quarterback to ever play the All game. Uh, so I'm kind of yeah. torn that I have to listen to bleed bleed my ears for two weeks.
4: Oh, yeah. Um, got it. Gutting out, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That will be used nearly as much as hunker down when it's hurricane season. Uh, uh, oh, this is uh, the flu game. This is going to be Michael Jordan's flu game. Flu yeah. game or yeah, this morning. It's, it's, it was the flu game. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the most severe high ankle sprain in history. I, I I am shocked that he they didn't amputate and
3: put up a wooden hoof and still I plays the game.
4: Stop it. Peg, peg Leg Mahomes.
3: <laughs> yeah, Peg Leg Mahomes wins the AFC Championship to go to a second straight Super
2: Bowl. That would have been <laughs> oh,
4: great. Oh, man. I think the Chiefs win, dude. I, I just – I keep looking at Jalen Hurts through for 121 yards. I just – I just look, I will say this. When the game started, and it did kind of – you saw momentum kind of switch a little bit, but the Chiefs did play with kind of a chip on their shoulder. They played a little angrier, right? And and I think yeah. you saw that a little bit. Um And if their line, if Jones can do the kind of impact that he had, that's going to be an issue now. Two different offensive lines. And I do think the two week bye week here is gonna help both teams, but really Kansas City. They're without a couple of linemen, uh I think what, the starting uh safety as well, a couple of receivers, they were down, another extra week of, of rest for Pat Mahomes. I, I I think it's gonna be a heck of a Super Bowl. I mean look, they're they're both one seeds for a reason. And that's what yeah. they, at the end of the day you want.
3: Yeah, and and this total will be bet all the way up to probably 50, 50 maybe even 51, because it's two high-power offenses. I know Philly's defense is good, but let's face it, if you want to watch a Super Bowl with two quarterbacks that can put points on the board, you're going to want a high-scoring game. So uh, I think this will be a very, very entertaining Super Bowl. Like I said, I'm hoping for a lot of points, because I always like points in the Super Bowl, but... Uh, it's fun to watch, like I say, right now I'm leaning towards the Eagles, but again, if this thing moves, if the money continues to come on Philly, uh then I might have to take a shot at the greatest quarterback to ever put a jersey on.
4: Which wise guy forced the NBA referees to tweet their apologies to LeBron?
3: Oh, yeah, that's just disgusting. Yeah, I, I, <laughs>
4: I understand
3: why they, they probably did that, but at the same time, I mean, that's as bad as the Dallas Cowboys tweets, or let's put the the, <laughs> uh, the whatever building in New York, the Philadelphia Eagles colors. I, I, it just boggles my mind what stuff what people are doing now these days, uh, just because of the world we live in now. It's just yeah. totally it doesn't make des-
4: if you want to say, hey, we missed it, We're, we always strive to be better, that's fine. Putting that it's gut-wrenching, putting that it's going to give them sleepless nights... Wow! Um, in 30 seconds, the Royal Rumble. I saw the highlights at least via Twitter. With uh, the, we didn't see The Rock. Do we? Did, did anything happen in that in that uh, main event to make you think that we will see it in WrestleMania?
3: I think he shows up. I don't think he does anything. Maybe he interferes. I don't think you will see a Rock wrestling match. I don't. Not, I don't see that happening. Uh, but the the Royal Rumble. I got to give it to Logan Paul. I mean, even though everyone hates the Paul brothers, Jake and Logan, what him and Ricochet did was one of the the most amazing things I've ever seen in any wrestling or anything done in a ring. Wrestling, octagon, boxing ring. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just type it in and see it on social media. It It was one of the best things I've ever seen.
4: Yeah, they both jumped from the top of the ring on opposite sides. Collided in midair. It's kind of one of those CGI moments you see in action movies. But Yeah, crazy. if
3: you see, if you see Ricochet's chest after the match,
4: it is totally, totally bruised. <laughs> it's crazy. It was for real, man. It was awesome to watch. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate the time.
3: Take it easy. Have a fantastic week.
4: Good too, man. To the phone lines we go. Gary, thanks for holding on, man. We'll come to you right out of the break. This is Sport Tango, Riding SB New Orleans. <laughs>
0: In honor of all those we've lost to cancer, and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion, Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities, victory over setbacks, victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical
3: abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul.
0: Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org.
1: The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN1003.com.
4: 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversations you just heard there. It is the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. And fresh off the presses, Dr. Josh Roulette uh, sending me, again, want to remind you, Valentine's Day. Very soon. So... Not only mention the sports hangover, you get 10% off, but also 10% off couple bookings and packages as well. So you can say us, or that's already a deal that's got going on as well. So couple bookings, packages, 10% off for Valentine's Day. Promise. It is um something that's worth the while for sure. To the phone lines we go. Thank you for holding on. Jack, thank you for calling us. What you got, man?
0: Hey, how's how you doing? I I called today because I'm worried about you. I'm worried about you because, you know, gosh, you've seen Game of Thrones, right? Mm -hmm. You you know what happens when you mock the king. I'm just saying. Be careful, man. I don't want to see your head on a stake. That's all I'm saying.
4: Well, look, I mean, I'm sure I just completely destroyed the chances at all on Saturday. Because, I mean, you know what's coming, though, right? I mean, you know what's coming. I mean, honestly, for him to say the league is out to get him,
0: Really? Oh, Gus. He's a drama queen. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. I mean, if he really thinks that he has he's lost contact with reality. No, I agree with you. No. <laughs> but um, uh, Gus. Getting to the NFL though, look, they got to do more than pay lip service to the referee problem. They have to do something about it. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's it's hiring referees full time or whatever they have to do. Um. The, the thing, really, I mean, the, the, I agree with my Raphael. The call at the end of the game had to be made. That was just stupid. He should have realized that there's really no way for the Chiefs to get in the field goal range unless he does what he did. You know, and that's that gets called every time in every game. So, but but, but the call that really got me was the redo of third down, where you didn't know because you had to reset the clock. That was that was just ridiculous.
4: It, it wouldn't even just like. To redo the de- like the play had ended, right? I mean, like, right? I mean, they were about to punt. Like, I'm, I'm just, like, I, yeah, I just,
3: yeah, you're right. It was
4: late, right? I mean, they they were punting. Like, it's I uh, I I think Zach Taylor just kept you know saying he was like it, it's our ball. Like that that yeah, it's crazy. I I. I don't know, man. It just stinks when, when you look at it like the way, and again, I know a lot of people are saying this morning, that's why they need to be paid officials and all that. But I, I, have asked this, and, and I legitimately, I'm not mocking or being facetious. I just, I honestly don't know. Like, somebody explain to me how them being paid full time helps them being a better official. Like, I, 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 I okay, go ahead.
0: No no I don't know I, I don't know oh, yeah. I, whatever I they have so they to would. do Sorry. I mean if if they're doing if well if they're doing this part time do you think maybe that like well, that's what I don't I'm know saying. what are, could they uh, be doing okay. during the week yeah Well that's yeah. what I'm
4: saying unless you're insinuating they're tired they're fatigued but they're not I mean they they get flown to these games they're you know I mean they're staying in a nice hotel I mean like I I don't understand the well the calls are going to get better I, I just think you are either a good official or you're not does that make sense? Like, I I don't right. know, um, because again, the NBA officials a full time official. <laughs> I mean, yeah, have you yeah. watched? So I just I again, and I'm not trying to be like, well, tell me how I just, I legitimately don't know. Like, are are you telling me that Monday through Friday during the work week, you, they're watching film? You're gonna go over things. They're gonna go over their calls. They're gonna work on positioning. They can do all cardio. Um, is it gonna be like a pit crew in NASCAR where they literally on Tuesdays go to a field and and they work on things? They I, I don't know. Like I, legitimately, I don't know. How do I make an official better? How, how do I make an official better? I I, I other than. They either see the call or they don't. And I think part of the problem that officiating really seems like it's stunk so far is I don't think they know what to call because the rules have changed so much. Some of these are let it go. We'll see if replay can fix it. And then you have other rules where they, you know, it's, it's interpretation, but it's a focus like quarterbacks, right? Like they tell these officials they essentially can't be touched, but one official may think that's a low hit. Another may not. I mean, they called the taunting thing yesterday, but I mean, that's that would not taunting. Like of all things, you have to understand that, right? So as I'm saying, either that's a good official or not. That's either a letter of the law official or you know, hey, take into account the game. So I, I don't know how that changes if they're not doing anything else on Monday through Friday. I just. <laughs> So uh, unless there's a curriculum, hey. and how are we how we're making sure that everybody lives in different places? I mean, the teams, the, the the referee units stay together, but they don't live together. Like, they're all not from New Orleans, but, you know, Jack's team of officials, that crew, I may live in Boston, yeah. you may live in my – to my knowledge, I, I don't think they all live in the same place. So they all just meet at the game site. Then they work together. That's why you try to keep them together, so they kind of are used to working with one another. But I don't know how that changes by making them full-time officials, unless you have them stay in like some place like Hogwarts or something, and they all just stay, you know, like like on an Navy uh, base, and everybody lives together, works out together. I, I just don't know how you improve by making them a full-time official. I love. I'm open to, to give me suggestions. I, I don't know.
0: I just, uh, I know no, God, God, so I, 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 I don't have the answer. All mm-hmm. I know is I don't know what needs to be done, but it can't go on like this. And, and look, and for the people who are suggesting that it's because of gambling and all that bullshit, look, if you, if you believe that the NFL is turning into pro wrestling, then you should stop watching because, mm-hmm. because, I mean, that's what I would do if I, if I believed that everything was scripted and they wanted certain teams to win and they only come. How did the Bengals end up in the Super Bowl last year, if that's the case? Why didn't they throw some flags last year to get uh, Kansas City to win? Mm-hmm. And, and look, and, and got some, about, about Mahomes being, I do believe Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. I believe, I believe that when MJ was in his prime, he could have been MVP every year. I believe when LeBron was in his prime, he could have been MVP every year. And I certainly believe that about Patrick Mahomes. Because I think when you look at the Super Bowl, <clears throat> please tell me where the Chiefs are better other than quarterback and tight end. Certainly not on defense. Not well, at receiver.
4: I'll tell you what, their defense made some plays yesterday. Um, their defensive mm-hmm. line played about as well as I've seen them all season. But, again, that could be familiarity and all of that. Um, look, I'm with you. I, I look at that game – Against the Saints and, and, and wonder again how in the world they play, they beat them. And I think it's, you know, look, not having hurts, that team probably overlooking them, et cetera, uh, going into it, you know, with Dallas on the horizon. So, but yeah, I mean, dude, that, that offensive line just blows people away. I know Brian Baldinger put up a video today. Of the poor 49ers, right? Defensive end getting absolutely shoved like four yards from snap. I mean, the, the garter tackle just grabs him and we I mean, there he goes. Just moves him out of the way, man. I just, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing, dude. I, I, you know, look, the best way to keep Pat Mahomes from beating you is to keep him on the sideline. And I mean, Philly can just run it down the field, you know, and then fling it down there and, Get a, a, a passer to. I mean, you're not asking Jalen Hurts to throw more than 12, 15 times a game. So where do the interceptions well, come up? Where, where do the turnovers come out? It's a, it's a tough team to beat, dude.
0: Well, and then and then the only thing I will criticism I have of Philly is like some people said this morning. Um, um, when you look at the two playoff wins. You know, the Giants are just overachieved. I, I think Dyball ball should get the coaching gear because I mean it's not much of a roster. So so they beat the hell out of them. And then yesterday, for two and a half quarters, mm-hmm. they played a team that couldn't throw a forward pass. So, you know, they really haven't been tested. And, and, and like you were kind of saying, Hurt was Hurt was awful yesterday. He had hundred and twenty yards passing and almost half of that came on a play that should have been an incomplete. Mm-hmm. So no, he was terrible. It's just that Briscoe could Look, Gus. One last thing, and I'll get out. Did you happen to uh, hear Olafsky this morning?
4: Uh, on what what topic?
0: Okay, he was talking about how uh, him and his wife went to the game, and they, and they and they took their kids who were like ten and twelve years old, mm-hmm. and 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 they went to the uh the the, you know, the, the area where all the fans are before the game, the tailgating. And he goes, he goes, my kids learned a lot yesterday. For instance, they learned that there was another word after mother. <laughs> There you go. That's
4: uh, that's impressive. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, he couldn't. He can't be surprised when people use a little language after they've been well before they before a game when they've been drinking. But he was making a joke. He wasn't complaining about it. But I'm just saying. Yeah. No They learned
4: something. And that's the thing, man. I wonder too if they're gonna have the same motivation, uh, KC against Philly that they had with Cincinnati. It seemed personal, right, from Kelsey telling the mayor for Cincinnati to shut up. Now, granted. The mayor saying that Burrow needs to take a paternity test to prove that he's not Pat Mahomes' dad. (laughs) I mean, that's up there with uh, Mayor (laughs) Cantrell doing the dance, huh? Oh, gee. That's terrible, man. All right, bro. Thanks for taking my call. Have a good day. Thank you so much. Sports Hangover continues action against me, New Orleans.
1: Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers, 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trial Lawyers. Lakeview Massage and Therapy is a must for
4: recovery, getting rid of pesky pain, or to simply relax. It's part of Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and Wellness, so this isn't a neon sign place. They have specialists performing work geared specifically to you. Rejuvenate with a 60, 90, or 120-minute session of Himalayan salt stone, injury and recovery, lymphatic detox, pre- and postnatal, post-mastectomy movement, traditional therapeutic massages, and ashiatsu. I've had that. You want to try it. Trust me. LakeviewMassageAndTherapy.com for info where recovery meets relaxation. Get in zone, AutoZone.
0: Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? So, you've got an oil change coming up. Consider STP conventional high mileage to save on motor oil for your everyday vehicle. Right now, you can get 5 quarts with an STP oil filter for only $26.99. Do the complete job for the right price. Get the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Restrictions apply.
2: Every pro is an MVP to us. As a Lowe's MVP's Rewards member, you can earn bonus points when you shop select products and brands, then redeem them for exciting rewards like tools, sports memorabilia, e-gift cards, and more. Join today to become a member and start earning. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any, subject to program terms. While supplies last, points expired at the end of calendar year. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP's bonus points for details.
1: How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk
0: sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Katengau.
4: 800 998 3 on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic right Hotline. Free to chime into the conversation. Love to hear from you. Buddy, we'll be taking your phone calls over. In the LaRone studios, we've been talking, of course, about the Pelicans. Last night, they uh, lose their eighth straight. Head coach Willie Green on the loss, though, had this to say. No, I
2: agree. Um, as much as everyone in our locker room hate losing, and we do, uh, and we want to get things back on track, we also are able to step back and look at some of the positives, like you said. I thought we played with a much faster pace, uh, we moved the ball. Uh, good to see Kyra get on the floor and, and attack, and I thought our young guys uh, took a step in the right direction tonight. <clears throat> and a lot
4: of that is because of what Kyra Lewis did, putting up 15 points in that game, and start playing very well. 27 minutes, six rebounds, he had three assists, and a block as well. And, Coach, had this to say about Kyra line.
2: It's great to see um, Kyra... Uh, Coach T. Spoon, Coach Brandon, uh, they've done a, a great job of getting on the floor with him, working every day, and he's been building towards this, uh, towards a game like this. Uh, you know, had a few games where he played for Birmingham and, and kind of went back and forth a bit, but it's, it's good to see him on the floor, and you kind of forget how fast he is, but uh, he, when he uses his speed like that, uh, it's pretty dynamic to
5: watch. No, oh, no doubt. Jimmy,
4: thank you for calling us here on the Sports Hangover. How are you?
5: Hey, buddy. Hey, look, real quick, the status of the flight of Pelicans, man, ups and downs here. I mean, I hate to say it, I hate to be doom and gloom, but to lose, what is it now, eight straight? mm mm-hmm. um, And I'm looking at the schedule now. We've got some tough games ahead, and, I mean, man, I just like like the Orlando game. And, and like, the Wizards and stuff, you know, these are teams that we should have beat, even shorthanded. Some of them at home, some away, but we should have won the a one or two or three of these eight games. And just, uh, you know, uh, you we're in the playoff mix now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if we knew Zion was coming back in a week or two, it would be one thing. But it's like one big question mark, unless there's something you know I don't. As a fan, I mean, I'm starting to get concerned we're not going to make the playoffs now, I'm still hopeful and we had a miraculous situation play out last year where we snuck into the playing game and then we did pretty good against supposedly at that time the best team in the West. We stole a couple games people were chanting Jose and all that futures bright we sold a lot of these tickets fast forward to this year you know basketball city the things aren't doing so great next door We're all on board and then boom all the injuries happen but you know Ingram, And this is why I've always been hesitant to call Ingram that special guy. And I know he's just coming back from injury. But unlike Zion, Gus, Zion can take over a game just with sheer strength. And just his twitch factor, the fact he could jump over people and intimidate people and push people around. And Ingram isn't like that. I know he's supposed to be like a poor man's version of Kevin Durant. But he shoots a lot of jump shots and threes. Yeah, he gets to the rim. But... He's not physically imposing to the point where he's just going to dominate his will upon a defense, and he is going to score at times, have those big games where he scores 30. But I am just, I was just hopeful or at least hopeful we can win 50% of the games with Ingram back, and, man, it's just like eight in a row, and, and I'm looking at the schedule here, and, you know, I think that this Saturday game coming up, I don't know if LeBron's going to break Kareem's record that night in New Orleans which will be kind of special, and I know it's kind of lame that you're going to have all these people from the West banking Algiers and West Weego wearing <laughs> LeBron jerseys. It is what it is. I always say that, but, man, it, look, that's a twofer. we got to beat them. Keep them, as you say, always down. Keep the Lakers down so we get that pick. But, man, I'll close with this. What do you think the chances are, if you were a meteorologist, of us making the playoffs, knowing that we don't know when Zion's coming back? What, what do you got? I got us right now at 50-50. And that's mainly because we don't know when Zion's coming back. If he's out for another month, Mm -hmm. I don't know how we recover from it, honestly. Because, you know, we're not recovering now. And we got Ingram back the last two games, and we still lost. So, I just, I don't know. What's your take? What's your meteorological assessment?
4: I'm going to go 90% that they make the playoffs. I'm going to say that. I'm pretty positive you're gonna see Zion sooner rather than later. I still think you're gonna see him before the all-star break um and if you're like Gus what do you I look I'm I just hear I guess what he says and hamstring injuries and things of that nature this was him Friday after practice when he was uh talking about specifically if he plays. In the All-Star Game.
0: If I can, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: How are you feeling right now?
0: I'm feeling great. Thanks, Rex. I'm feeling really great.
1: Things progressing well?
0: Extremely well. Things are progressing extremely well.
4: So, again, that doesn't sound like a month, Jimmy. That doesn't sound like a month. The reason I'm giving you a 90% chance that this team makes the playoffs is, look, there's still some percentage that you don't know what can happen if they don't get it back and things of that nature. But it's it's why in the first hour I went through things that you're seeing even in this eight game losing streak that give you hope that some of the things are starting to turn around. You're starting to see a lot of the guys, they're gonna be your role players and bench players go back to that and they're they're scoring for you. If Kyra Lewis can provide even more energy alongside with Alvarado and give you two ball handlers where Trey is shooting threes, you got Nance, you got Marshall, and here's the thing. When you did have your starters on the court that you want, right? I thought Willie Green was doing a good job. It was either going to be Brandon or Zion on the floor at one point in time as the game progressed, and you never all had them out. So there was really no rest for the other team. You always had one of those big players on there, and that's going to come. Now, look. If BI gets injured again, if CJ gets injured again, if Zion doesn't come back, of course, man. I mean, you're 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 playing undermanned. But Jimmy, the reason why I'm going to go at least ninety percent, and I I I should say a hundred. I but you never know what injuries and what. I hear you. So, but let me tell you why I say ninety. It's the sixth easiest schedule coming out, and you said you're looking at this go. You're right. I, I there's a very real possibility they don't win many games, if any. Before the All-Star break. Zion means that much. But if he does come back, and he will, it's a hamstring, okay? It's not a knee. It's not something that should limit him moving forward if you wait it out and heal it, which is why that probably is. Now, it'll be interesting to see this week, right? If you start seeing them get some shots up before shoot around, things of that nature when there's a practice coming. Look, you go to Willie Green, and he said about what it is that they have to do to be consistent and to be a consistent winner.
2: Well, we got to try to help ourselves in in those moments, and sometimes it's the second quarter, sometimes it's the first quarter, a few games has been the fourth quarter, and it's always one quarter. Not always, it's been one quarter lately that's not allowing us to be as consistent as we can be the thing that we can do is just execute come down the floor get a good shot execute defensively and make teams have to make tough shots over us and when teams score we get away from that defensively we prep we we press a little bit when we haven't scored so there's areas where we're turning the ball over, and those are things that we we can clean up.
4: And again, those guys aren't going to be touching the basketball nearly as much in as many minutes once these guys do come back. And I understand I'm saying once they guys come back. Well, one has. Brandon is back. And you may see Zion back before the All-Star break. I think you do. He said he wants to play. He said he feels great. It's two weeks away, right? Two, three weeks away. So I, I don't see why. You got this week, so he won't be back this week. But what if he's back next week, the sixth through the tenth? What if he's back during one of those games in a homestand, or ready for Oklahoma City on the thirteenth? That's that's three weeks from today. I mean, Jimmy, I don't see why he wouldn't be. I mean, then then the hamstring would have kept him out six weeks. I mean, I I do think you have to make sure it's out because you, you don't want to be dealing with that again and it re you right but if you look at um some of the Saints players that have had it as well and you know it, it's it's a three to four week injury it just is but they they come back and played well afterwards and I don't think that he won't so I, I think they're going to be fine it's just you have to wait this out now that said you got to try to find a way to get some wins here right final eight games before the All-Star break. Ali Cosell said, can you go at least four and four? See what happens tomorrow night they to be in Denver. More when we come back on Sports Hangover.
0: Hi, I'm Marcel Spears. Keeping our global neighborhood safe is a tough job. One made just a bit safer with the help of America's brave military dogs. These dogs who often take the same risks and make the same sacrifices as our human warriors keep our troops safe by sniffing out bombs and IEDs, locating enemy positions, and bringing a sense of comfort and home to an almost unimaginable circumstance. Yet, when these brave canine heroes retire, they're not always given the same treatment as our military VIPs, and are too often left overseas. American Humane works to bring home these valiant dogs and reunite them with the people who mean the most to them, their handlers. so they can